Welcome to Zazlo Show 2.0, presented from day one by Anna Jar and Levine Accident Attorneys. You're dealing with any kind of accident, any personal injury, slip and fall, motorcycle, car accident, bike. Anna Jar and Levine Accident Attorneys, 800 747 free. That's 800 747 3733. Title sponsors from day number one. No. Before day number one of Zaslow Show 2.0, my guys Mark Anajar, Glenn Levine, Ellie Anajar, they believe in me. If you're listening to the show right now and you're dealing with any kind of personal injury, I'm sending you to my friends, Anajar and Levine, accident attorneys. You don't have to deal with the insurance companies. You don't have to deal with the medical bills. You need to focus on getting right. That's where they come in. They handle all the stuff that you don't want to be bothered with. You need to make sure you're getting healthy and they're going to make sure you're getting the money that you deserve. Anna Jar and Levine, Accident Attorneys, 800-747-FREE. That's 800-747-3733. Proud title sponsors of Zaslow Show 2.0. Hey, if you've been searching for a refreshing beer that feels like you're back in the Caribbean, well, search no more. Proud sponsor of Zaslow Show 2.0, Johnny Cuba. It's a lifestyle. We're talking European roots with a Caribbean soul, a refreshing German lager in a can. That's right. Pick up a six-pack of Johnny Cuba, Sedano's, Presidente, Winn-Dixie. Got great six-pack deals going on right now. You got... Hot sauce, that's right, made from selected Caribbean habanero peppers. You know your boy Zazlo loves the hot sauce. Go pick up some Caribbean soul in a can. Johnny Cuba, stay tranquilo. If you're a homeowner, you need to make sure you have the proper coverage. And that's why I'm sending you to Brunt Insurance and Financial Services. The Zaslow family uses Brunt Insurance and Financial Services because we know that if there's, God forbid, an issue with our home, we need to know that we're covered properly. From Pensacola to the Keys and beyond, Brunt Insurance and Financial Services delivers comprehensive insurance and financial solutions tailored to your needs. Since 2013, Brunt Insurance specializes in home and auto insurance. Bruntinsurance.com. You could also check them out on social media at Brunt Insurance. Look, the market's confusing. Let Brunt Insurance sort it all out for you with their fully licensed staff, and they know the area. The Zaslow family uses Brunt Insurance to make sure that they're covered, and that's why I'm sending you to them as well. Bruntinsurance.com. 954-589-2204. Welcome aboard. This is Zazlo Show 2.0. Welcome to Zazlo Show 2.0, presented from day one by Anna Jar and Levine Accident Attorneys. You're dealing with any kind of accident, any personal injury, slip and fall, motorcycle, car accident, bike, Anna Jar and Levine Accident Attorneys, 800-747-FREE. 
That's 800-747-3733. Title sponsors from day number one. No, before day number one of Zaslow Show 2.0. My guys, Mark Anajar, Glenn Levine, Ellie Anajar. They believe in me. If you're listening to the show right now and you're dealing with any kind of personal injury, I'm sending you to my friends, Anajar and Levine, accident attorneys. You don't have to deal with the insurance companies. You don't have to deal with the medical bills. You need to focus on getting right. That's where they come in. They handle all the stuff that you don't want to be bothered with. You need to make sure you're getting healthy, and they're going to make sure you're getting the money that you deserve. Anna Jar and Levine, Accident Attorneys, 800-747-FREE. That's 800-747-3733. Proud title sponsors of Zaslow Show 2.0. Hey, if you've been searching for a refreshing beer that feels like you're back in the Caribbean, well, search no more. Proud sponsor of Zaslow Show 2.0, Johnny Cuba. It's a lifestyle. We're talking European roots with a Caribbean soul, a refreshing German lager in a can. That's right. Pick up a six-pack of Johnny Cuba, Sedanos, Presidente, Win dixie Got great six-pack deals going on right now. You got hot sauce, that's right, made from selected Caribbean habanero peppers. You know your boy Zazlo loves the hot sauce. Go pick up some Caribbean soul in a can. Johnny Cuba, stay tranquilo. If you're a homeowner, you need to make sure you have the proper coverage. And that's why I'm sending you to Brunt Insurance and Financial Services. The Zaslow family uses Brunt Insurance and Financial Services because we know that if there's, God forbid, an issue with our home, we need to know that we're covered properly. From Pensacola to the Keys and beyond, Brunt Insurance and Financial Services delivers comprehensive insurance and financial solutions tailored to your needs. Since 2013, Brunt Insurance specializes in home and auto insurance. Bruntinsurance.com. You could also check them out on social media at Brunt Insurance. Look, the market's confusing. Let Brunt Insurance sort it all out for you with their fully licensed staff, and they know the area. The Zaslow family uses Brunt Insurance to make sure that they're covered, and that's why I'm sending you to them as well. Bruntinsurance.com. 954-589-2204. Welcome aboard. This is Zaslow Show 2.0. Welcome! Zaslow Show 2.0. It is a Thursday, the 29th of June. Good to have you aboard. We are a Blue Wire podcast presented as always by Anna Jar and Levine, Accident Attorneys, 800 747 None of Zaslow Show 2.0 would be possible without our friends at Anajar and Levine Accident Attorneys. And if you've been involved in an accident, if you're dealing with a personal injury, they're your friends too. Matter of fact, they're going to treat you like family. Anajar and Levine Accident Attorneys, 800-747-3, So glad to have you aboard today. Make sure you like, you rate, you comment, you do all that fun stuff. That helps the algorithm. I, I, I don't know what the algorithm is, but I know 
you do that stuff, that's good things for the algorithm, then I get all the monies, and then everybody is happy. So, please do that. I greatly appreciate you. I love you a long time. We're, we're gonna, we got a lot to get to here today. NBA free agency officially begins tomorrow. So, we're going to start to get some resolutions. We're going to start to see some more moves being made. I think it's 6 p.m. tomorrow. 6 p.m. tomorrow. Think business is going to be a booming. So, we got NBA stuff to get to. We do have rumors out there as far as the Heat. All right, look, the Heat are going to lose some guys. All right, so we're going to get to that here coming up on the show. We got other NBA rumors happening here. Huge pro wrestling weekend coming up this Saturday afternoon live from London. You got WWE Money in the Bank, one of the best pay-per-views of the year, a super important premium live event. WWE Money in the Bank this Saturday afternoon, and our pal Peter Rosenberg is going to be on the show today. You know we're big fans of Peter Rosenberg. Hot 97 mornings up in New York, ESPN New York 98.7 in the afternoons, Michael K Show, of course the Cheap Heat Podcast on the Ringer, and of course a WWE correspondent, and he'll be on the broadcast doing studio work. He'll be on the broadcast this Saturday afternoon for WWE Money in the Bank. We always like talking to Peter. He's really gracious with his time. So, Rosenberg will join us coming up on the show today. Always looking forward to catching up with him. Tell you what I caught up on and actually finished last night. So, I told you guys, uh, highly recommend, highly recommend you watching The Bear. I told you that a few days ago. And my wife and I, (coughs) excuse me, we watched the first half of The Bear a few days ago. Ten episodes. Each episode is about 35 minutes, although one episode, and I'll get to that, is an hour and five minutes. And we finished The Bear last night, watched the final four or five episodes of season two. And I already told you, I don't think there's a show on television that has better acting right now than The Bear. I'm blown away by the acting on this show. Just blown away. And the way they make you care about the characters. And it's really interesting, too, because the entire first season of The Bear is, is essentially in the, in the restaurant, which at that point was called The Beef. This season, most of the season takes place outside the kitchen. And you learn a lot about each character's personal lives. We finished it last night. This show is phenomenal. I was so sad, by the way, at the end of the show. Not that it's over. Probably got to wait like another year for season three to come out. That's, and it's on Hulu. It's an FX show. I wasn't sad because it was over. I was sad because, I, I, I mean, my heart broke for the way that it ended. I was so upset with how it ended and what happened to a couple of the characters. I mean, this, this show has really grabbed me. It has hooked me. I really think the bear, and if you go on Rotten Tomatoes, media score for the bear, it's 100%. I think the audience score is like 95. I think it's one of the all-time great shows. I don't say that lightly. I'm just, I'm blown away with this show. And there's this one scene in the final episode, which I imagine people are talking about. It's like 21 minutes, and this is the kind of stuff I love. Like, I'm not big, like, cinematography guy. But there are certain things that'll catch my eye where I can tell them, like, 
this this is amazing what they're doing here. This scene is unbelievable. And there's a 21-minute scene, I believe it is, where it's the opening of the new restaurant, and it's one take. It's one camera, it's one shot, and they're following around all the different characters from the kitchen to, to the dining room, to the kitchen, to the dining room, and it's all in one take. And that's the kind of stuff I notice where, okay, if anyone fucks up, if anyone does something wrong, you gotta do the whole thing again, which they probably had to do a number of times, but the take that they use, it's like 20 minutes long, it's one take, it's incredible. And, and I'm not, you know, look, spoilers. I mean, it's, it's, it's a drama. It's not, you know, it's not like it's a, a twist ending or something like that. I can't recommend this show enough. And the show gives you Ajita just watching. I can't even imagine if you're in the restaurant business and you watch this show. Because from what I've heard, it's very, very accurate in that regard. I never worked in the restaurant business. It's very accurate in that regard. And I can only imagine... If, if, if the show gives me anxiety, like they're so good at portraying the stress that is happening in these scenes. And if that's happening to me, I can only imagine someone who is in the restaurant business. And holy shit, the restaurant business looks so hard, so stressful, so intense. I do want to add finally here before we get to the really important stuff. I think it's episode six, maybe episode six or seven. <clears throat> the fishes, the episode titled "Fishes," and it, and it's the Christmas dinner at you know with the uh, the story of the seven fishes. It's the Christmas dinner at the Berzados' house like five years ago, and really gives you a glimpse into how screwed up this family is. Great cameos. I won't spoil any of them for you, because I liked being surprised about some of them. Great cameos. And, like, really famous people playing these characters for one time only, you know? Without spoiling anything for you, if you haven't gotten to that episode yet. That episode, Fishes, I think is the greatest episode of television I have ever seen in my life. I, I was, I was so capped, that's the episode that's an hour and five minutes long. Twice as long as every other episode. I was completely captivated. Like, I was scared watching it. I was sad watching it. Obviously, it has funny parts because the show does have a lot of funny stuff. It's so well written. The Fishes episode may be the greatest episode of television I have ever seen in my life. Like, whatever episodes you want to compare it to, you know, the Pine Barrens episode in The Sopranos, or the Red Wedding in Game of Thrones... Whichever one, whatever famous television episode you want to compare it to, just the acting in this show, that episode, I was blown away. And it's, it's, it's so intense, like I said, and so stressful. All the episodes, really. But especially that one there. If you just started season two, just wait till you get to the Fishes episode. I'm telling you, it's... I. As great an episode of television I have ever experienced. Unbelievable. As you can tell, as you can hear, I'm I'm so completely captivated by this show. I can't wait for season three. Probably have to wait like a year. Uh, Or or maybe even longer because, you know, with the writer's strike and everything going on, 
all of our favorite shows are going to take a little bit longer to come out. But anyway, I can't recommend the show enough. So we finished The Bear last night. I loved it so much. The ending made me really sad. All right. So how about the Marlins, by the way? Marlins yesterday, a 6-2 win at the Red Sox. Jazz Chisholm, he homers. He homered, I think when it was 4-1, he homered to go up, to, go, to go up 5-1. It, it was 1-1 going into the rain delay that occurred, I think, in the sixth inning. Great effort from Braxton Garrett yesterday, and the Marlins piled on there after they came back from the rain delay, including that solo home run from Jazz Chisholm. Marlins win 6-2. Terrific job. And now they have a chance to sweep the Red Sox later today. It's a 6-10 game. And then this weekend, the Marlins are at the Braves. So how about that? You got a chance to sweep the Red Sox, but at the very least, you won the series at Fenway, a place historically that's been impossible for the Marlins. So at the very worst, you come winning two out of three. Hopefully a sweep, but two out of three going into a major series this weekend at the Atlanta Braves. Marlins got something cooking. Now you may be saying to yourself, yeah, Zaslow, welcome to the party. Hey, you know what? Yeah, you'd be right. It's, it's taken me a little while to join the party. I was busy. Heat, Panthers, I had a lot going on. I'm living my life. So yes, a little late to the party. But the Marlins got something cooking here. Make sure you... T- make sh- it doesn't just have to be something that holds us over until Dolphins training camp starts next month. They got something cooking here. And they're a fun little team. Get lots of hits. It's not all home runs and strikeouts. They go from first to third. They go from base to base. You're getting singles up the middle of the infield. This It's a fun little team. And Jazz, what a terrific return. Gene Segura homered yesterday also. What a terrific return for Jazz, who had three hits two nights ago in his return and three RBI. Last night, he homers as well as first back off of the IL. So the Marlins will go for the sweep today against the Boston Red Sox. So before we get to some NBA stuff, I was on yesterday, I was on the BetQL Network, uh, BetMGM Live, which I've been on a bunch of times over the last few months. I'm really grateful to them. That kind of stuff is huge for me, because if you want to talk about, you know, and I'm on VEASAN Live a lot as well, out in Vegas, but that kind of stuff is huge for me, just like my appearances on the Levitard show, where I'm trying to grow Zaslow Show 2.0. All you are doing your part, you're telling your friends, you're telling your family. Uh, If you're interested in sponsoring on the show, obviously you get in touch with me. We see if it works for you, we see if it works for me, and then I love to partner up with you. But it's super helpful when I go on these shows, like last night on BetMGM Live on the BetQL Network, where, (coughs) yeah, it gets me a lot of exposure. So it really helps in, in growing the show. And that's the show that my friend Trista Crick hosts as well, along with Ryan Horvat and uh, and Nick. I, I don't know Nick's last name. I apologize for that. But I love going on it because I'm friends with Trista. So I'm on the show there last night. And go check it out. It, it It's on the, on the podcast. They actually isolate my 15-minute spot on with them. So it's real easy if you just want to listen to me. And obviously we talk about all Miami stuff. And anyway, so one of the questions they asked was, Which is more likely to come to Miami? Damian Lillard or Dalvin Cook? Great question, right? Great question. Miami, center of the sports universe, best sports town. So, I told them Damian Lillard. 
Now, we know the Dolphins have offered a contract. We don't know the terms. We don't know the years. We don't know any of that. We also know that Dalvin Cook absolutely wants to play for the Dolphins. Now, I think if this makes sense, I think there's a better chance that Dalvin Cook signs with the Dolphins than Damian Lillard comes to the Heat. I think it's more likely. I think there's a better chance that that the answer is Dalvin Cook. I think it's more likely that Damian Lillard is the one that comes to Miami. And if you can understand the distinction that I'm making here is, Dalvin Cook, all he needs to do is decide, I want to come to the Dolphins. He has the power to. He's a free agent. The Dolphins want him. And if Dalvin Cook wants to join the Dolphins at the price they're offering, he could pick up a phone right now and say, I'm in. So I think there's a better chance for Dalvin Cook. There's an easier path for Dalvin Cook to come to Miami than Damian Lillard. But I don't think Dalvin Cook is going to agree to the price. I think the Dolphins see they have a bunch of different weapons. I think the Dolphins see, hey, we would like to have Dalvin Cook, but we got this guy, you know, we got Tua thrown to a great wide receiver core, and we have a couple of really fast, really three really fast running backs right now. Dalvin Cook's a lot better than them, but we don't need to break the bank for Dalvin Cook. So... There's a be- it's an easier path for Dalvin Cook to come to Miami than Damian Lillard to come to Miami. But ultimately, when you're a running back in the NFL, you gotta go where the money is. Nobody wants to pay running backs anymore. Nobody wants to sign a running back to a second contract anymore. So if you're Dalvin Cook, I would love for Dalvin Cook to come to the Dolphins. If you're Dalvin Cook... You got to go where the money is. So I think it's easier for Dalvin Cook to come to Miami than Damian Lillard. But I think there's a better, I think it's more likely. It's easier for Cook. I think it's more likely that Lillard comes. Because I do think that Damian Lillard is going to end up on the Miami Heat. I do not believe that Dalvin Cook is going to end up on the Miami Dolphins. So we talked a bit about that. You can go check that out, and I really appreciate those guys, and, and of course, my friend Trista out there. So, like I said, we're going to talk to Peter Rosenberg. We're going to do a lot of WWE with him. You know what i got to ask him? Peter's a huge Boston Celtics fan. I'm not going to needle him about the Heat taking that ass. I'm not going to get after him about the Heat having won three times as many championships as the Celtics since their existence. But I am going to ask him about Marcus Smart. Because I, I know he was devastated with the Marcus Smart trade. So we will ask about that. We'll talk a lot of WWE with him. I want to get to some news, notes that's going on with your favorite little basketball team, the Miami Heat. But first, guys, if you're noticing that there may be a leak in your home, it, that, that could be a serious thing. you got to take care of that immediately. Luckily for you, childhood friends of mine, my boys, the Greensteins, Water Cleanup of Florida. They have over 60 years of combined experience. Water Cleanup of Florida is prepared to handle all types of leak detection issues. 954-900-8635. After the leak is located and repaired, Water Cleanup of Florida then cleans, dries, fully restores the damaged areas. Water Cleanup of Florida, fully licensed, insured, and certified to provide that one-stop shopping 
that all busy business owners and homeowners require. You don't need to bring in other contractors. Water Cleanup of Florida handles the entire project from start to finish. WCUFL.com. Water Cleanup of Florida covers the entire Tri-County area. Miami-Dade, Broward, Palm Beach County. Again, WCUFL.com. Water Cleanup of Florida. 954-900-8635. Water Cleanup of Florida. We clean up your schmutz. All right, so let's do some heat here. Max Struess, tomorrow free agency starts. I think Max Struess is going to get picked up quick. Apparently, there's a bunch of teams in the Central Division that are interested in Struess. I think Struess is going to get picked up quick in free agency. And obviously, the Heat are not going to make any kind of significant move before figuring out the Damian Lillard situation. I think the Heat are very in on keeping Gabe Vincent. I think the Heat are going to find a way to pay Gabe Vincent. I do not believe the Heat are keeping Struess. I think he's gone. I think that's smart from both sides. It's smart from the Heat because they keep finding the undrafted guys. You can't keep signing all of them to multi-year big money deals. I don't think you could have Struess and Robinson on your team making big money. You can't keep everybody. I think it's smart for Struess. He's an undrafted player. And now, he's going to get reportedly the Pacers are going to offer him three years, $48 million. Max, you got to do it. And he, know, and he knows he's got to do it. And the Heat fan is, like, the Heat fan's going to say, thank you very much, really enjoyed your time here, wish we could keep you, but you got to do what you got to do. Like, the Heat fan is not going to be mad about that. It re- it'd really be ridiculous for the Heat fan to be upset with Max Struess leaving. Happy for you. You were great for us. I, I know, you know, a couple games in the finals are obviously really rough. That's not how I'm going to remember Max Struess. Max Struess was great these last few years for the Miami Heat. But you got to find the value. In a salary cap sport, you have to find the value. And Max Struess has been a great value for the last couple years. Max Struess at $16 million a year is no longer a great value. I told you yesterday, I was thinking Struess would get three years 45. The report out there, and that's just off the top of my head. I'm pretty much a cap expert. That was just off the top of my head. And now you got the report that the Pacers are preparing a three-year, $48 million offer. So I hit that nail on the head. If you're Max Struess, you got to take it. You cannot keep him if you're the Heat. You can't do that. You cannot do that deal. And like I told you, be careful about being upset at the Heat not spending money because that's not what it's all about. It's about if you go... The Heat are already over the tax. Forget over the cap, they're over the tax. And then if you go over certain other numbers, first apron, second apron... It's so complicated. Then you can't make other moves. Like, for instance, the Heat aren't going to make any sign-and-trades. Why are they going to make a sign-and-trade? You know, it's like a guy like Fred Van Vliet. Oh, maybe if the Heat lose Struis, maybe they can make a sign-and-trade for Fred Van Vliet. You can't sign him outright because the Heat don't have the cap space. But you could do a sign-and-trade for a guy like Fred Van Vliet. The Heat are not going to do that. Because now, and this has actually been a rule for the past few years, this happened to the Heat when they signed and traded for Jimmy Butler. When you're the team on the receiving end of the sign and trade, 
you are then hard capped. Meaning, you cannot go over X amount of dollars for any reason whatsoever. You are hard capped. And the Heat were hard capped that year. And the Heat are not going to be hard capped over a guy like Fred Van Vliet. Matter of fact, I don't think there's any free agent out there that the Heat would be interested in being hard capped for. So, there's a lot of different rules out there and things that the Heat won't be able to do if they spend a certain amount of money. It's not just about being cheap. So, I think they're going to find a way to keep Gabe Vincent. I think Max Schroes is gone. I think Max Schroes may be gone as early as tomorrow. Other Heat news. So, the Heat apparently are not going to wave Kyle Lowry. And when I say wave, I mean do the, the wave and stretch where, if I can explain it, Lowry is due to make about $29 million next year. If the Heat wanted to waive him, they could do this provision called wave and stretch, where they can cut him and save money against the cap this year, but that $29 million gets spread out against the cap over the next three years. So instead of having Kyle Lowry on your team at $29 million this year, and then be free of him after this year, Fly away. Be free. You would then have him count against your cap three equal payments over the next three years. So we're talking $9 million in change. Which, to me, was never going to happen. Sounds so stupid. Like, the only thing worse... You know how you see these teams who try to get rid of their their bad contracts? They attach a first-round pick to it for you to take the contract. I hate the idea of the Heat ever doing something like that where if it's not bad enough that this guy is on your team and he's a terrible contract can you imagine also having to give away a first round pick to get rid of Kyle Lowry awful the next worst thing to me is having to do a a, a wave a wave and stretch on Kyle Lowry if it's not bad enough that they signed this guy and he's been terrible the next worst thing is he's going to continue to count against the cap and we're not talking a million dollars or two million dollars against the cap. We're talking nine million dollars against the cap for the next several years. It's such a stupid idea. That was never going... I never understood that report out there. And you had several different people reporting it. Nobody knows anything right now. No one knows anything. Seriously, nobody knows anything. Don't believe anything. No one knows anything. Several different reports that the Heat are considering waving and stretching. No chance... No chance they were ever going to do that. If anything, somebody, I mean, I know he's terrible, but somebody is going to take this expiring contract. If it's not this offseason, it's at some point before the deadline. You have to believe that you could get something done and get rid of this guy. So I'm hoping it happens during this offseason. I mean, look, I know the big home run, the grand slam, the grand slam for the Heat this offseason is acquiring Damian Lillard. A home run is getting rid of Kyle Lowry. That, that's a big time offseason. Can you imagine hitting a grand slam and a home run? That's a very big offseason. So a, a, a waving and stretching of Kyle Lowry was never going to happen. But tomorrow, I I think as soon as tomorrow, you're going to lose Max Strews. I do. I think that's going to happen as soon as tomorrow.
There's no I in team, but there is one in Indeed. And that's the hiring platform that you need to build yours. When you're hiring, you need Indeed. Instead of spending hours on multiple job sites searching for candidates with the right skills, Indeed's a powerful hiring platform that can help you do it all. One of the things I love about Indeed is that it makes hiring all in one place so easy because Indeed does the hard work for you. They show you the candidates whose resumes on Indeed fit your description immediately after you post so you can hire faster. Join more than 3 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. Start hiring now with a $75 sponsored job credit to upgrade your job post at Indeed.com slash sports. Offer good for a limited time. Claim your $75 credit now at Indeed.com slash sports. That's Indeed.com slash sports. And support the show by saying that you heard it on this podcast. Indeed.com slash sports. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. All right. The other piece of NBA news, yes. Well, there's a couple other pieces of NBA news that I'd like to get to. The first one here, all right. Draymond Green. Apparently, Portland is going to be courting Draymond Green. Now, I know there's a report out there that Draymond did or is going to meet for dinner with Damian Lillard. I think that turned out to be false. Like I said, nobody knows anything. Don't believe anything that, that, that you're reading. You can believe things I tell you. Don't, don't believe the stuff you're reading on Twitter. All right, there's so much bad information out there. So, I do believe. Now, I strongly believe Draymond Green is staying in Golden State. Like, you can't trade away Jordan Poole. That, like, that's a Draymond Green move. That's Draymond Green opted out. Oh, Draymond, we definitely want you back. You know what we're going to do? We're going to trade. We're going to get rid of Jordan Poole. You punched him in the face. We're going to get rid of him. Like, Draymond Green is definitely not leaving Golden State. But it would be so interesting for Draymond Green to play elsewhere. Because, now it's not going to happen. But I, I I, really believe, obviously Draymond Green's best scenario is Golden State. But he would also be a very important player on a team that's ready to win. Like if you got a team that's pretty good, you know, like Sacramento. Like if Sacramento added Draymond Green... I think it'd be really interesting to see the type of effect he would have on that team. He fits so perfect with Golden State. Now, Draymond Green on a team that isn't any good, like normally, Draymond Green's probably get $100 million. Normally, you sign a player for that kind of money, it should be a guy who really takes you to another level. If you add Draymond Green on a bad team, I don't believe he helps you one bit. Not one bit. But on a, can he make a, a really good team great? Yeah, maybe. Like, it'd be super interesting to see Draymond Green's effect on a team like Sacramento. Or even like Portland, for that matter. If you're a Heat fan, we're not rooting for him to go to Portland. Because if he signs with Portland, Lillard's going to stay. Like, if he signs with Portland, that's Damian Lillard telling Draymond, if you sign, I will stay. So, you got to root against that if you're a Heat fan. But the other news yesterday, Kyrie Irving. So real quick, before I get to Kyrie Irving here, let me tell you guys, the only insurance agency I use for my homeowner's insurance is Brunt Insurance. Bruntinsurance.com, 954-589-2204. And I stick with Brunt Insurance for almost 10 years now. I've been using Brunt Insurance to make sure that my home is covered, to make sure that I'm getting the most affordable coverage, to make sure that I don't have to lay awake at night 
wondering what's going to happen if something happens to my home. How am I going to take care of that? I stick with Brent Insurance because I know I have the most affordable coverage out there and I don't have to worry about anything. Because wherever you're calling from, you could be calling from North Florida, Central Florida, South Florida. Brunt Insurance has locations in Davie, in Stewart, in Lakeland, 954-589-2204. Wherever you're calling from in Florida, Greg Brunt and his certified staff, they know exactly where you're calling from. They know what type of coverage you need. They're going to make sure that you have the most affordable care out there. And you know what? I'm not just giving you lip service here. Yes, I've been with Brunt Insurance for almost 10 years now, but they were recently rated top five insurance agency in the country, number one in Florida. So look, stop messing around. All of us want the best coverage and the most affordable rate. Would that be something you're interested in? Bruntinsurance.com, 954-589-2204. Again, Bruntinsurance, 954-589-2204. So, Kyrie Irving. Yesterday, Ramona Shelburne reports Kyrie Irving intends, important phrasing, intends to take meetings with multiple teams. Okay. I intend to make Zaslow Show 2.0 the most listened to podcast in the world. Doesn't mean it's going to happen. Kyrie Irving intends to meet with multiple teams. There will not be any team out there that meets with Kyrie Irving. There will not be a single team out there that offers Kyrie Irving more than one year other than the Dallas Mavericks. And the Mavericks are doing it for two reasons. Number one, they're a lousy organization, the Mavericks. And number two, they're kind of up against it because they made the trade for Kyrie Irving and now they don't want to just lose the asset for nothing. There will not be a single team out there that offers Kyrie Irving multiple years. Not one. Kyrie Irving, Kyrie Irving's team puts it out there, just like Kyrie Irving's team put out there that he's trying to lure LeBron to Dallas. That's going to make Dallas say, you know what, we're going to give you the five years and the max that only Dallas can offer. We're going to give you the five years and the max because, wow, Kyrie's got some pull here. Maybe he could also get LeBron to come here. There's no chance of that happening. That's Kyrie's people putting that out there to try and create some type of leverage and force the Mavericks to give him the max years and the max money. Dallas clearly is not interested. They want to keep him. They'll probably offer him multi-years, but they are not interested in giving him five years and 200-some-odd million dollars. So Kyrie's camp keeps keeps putting out these little nuggets out there, like the newest one is, Kyrie Irving intends to take multiple meetings with teams. Oh, now we're going to have a bidding war. Wow, we better give Kyrie the five years and the max money. Otherwise, he may wind up leaving and going to another team. No other team's going to meet with him. No other team is going to offer him multiple years. No chance. And the fact of the matter is, the Dallas Mavericks, they're in full control here. The Mavericks probably feel like their back's against the wall because they don't want to lose Kyrie for nothing after trading for him. But the Mavericks are only bidding against themselves here. Like, the reality is the Mavericks should just offer him a one-year deal. We'll go from there. If no one else is offering you a contract, why would we offer you more than one year? There is not a single team in the league 
that will offer this player multi-years. Not one. And this goes to show in a league that the players run. The inmates run the asylum in the NBA. In a league that is player-run, the player has all the control. I hate the player empowerment, but it's a reality in the NBA. For a player of his skill set, Kyrie Irving, for there not to be multiple teams to want to give him whatever he wants is pretty outrageous and pretty telling. It shows you what a giant pain in the culo this guy is. It's like I made the comparison with Nike and John Morant, right? Nike dropped Kyrie Irving's ass so quick after the link that Kyrie posted about the anti-Semitic movie, about refusing to apologize, and, you know, all the Jewish stuff. Nike dropped him so fast. John Morant was who they replaced Kyrie Irving with. And now, all this time later, you got the John Morant incidents, not once, but another incident here that has him suspended the first 25 games of the season. Nike is standing by John Morant. Now let's think about this. Kyrie Irving posted a link to an anti-Semitic video, which I'm Jewish. I know that stuff is dangerous. But Kyrie Irving posted a link to an anti-Semitic video versus John Morant, who continues to play with guns. Let's think about which one could be perceived as more dangerous. And Nike decided, we got to get out of the Kyrie Irving business. And they also decided, we're standing by John Morant. Why am I telling you this? Because that goes to show you what a massive pain in the ass Kyrie Irving is. They're willing to stand by John Morant and everything that's happening here. And they jumped at the opportunity to drop Kyrie Irving. Because they got to get out of the Kyrie Irving business. And that's why... There is, it's so telling, a player of his skill set in a league that the players run, there will not be a single team outside of Dallas that offers this guy multiple years because he is a massive, unprecedented pain in the ass. I mean, if that's not telling enough for you, I, I don't know what else to tell you. And this has nothing to do with cap space. If a top-level player We're a free agent. Wouldn't every team with salary cap space be interested in him? There's five or six teams that have the salary cap space, essentially, to sign a max player this offseason. If Kevin Durant, if Giannis Antetokounmpo, if Nikola Jokic, if Steph Curry, if these guys were available, if they were free agents, wouldn't every team, all five or six of these teams with cap space, want to sign All of those guys, none of them want to sign Kyrie Irving. None of them. It has nothing to do with limited teams with cap space. If a top-level player were a free agent and willing to go somewhere he can get the money he's looking for, wouldn't every team be interested in a sign-and-trade? The Heat do that all the time. The The Heat don't have salary cap space. They meet with players who are free agents because maybe they could negotiate a sign and trade Jimmy Butler! The Heat did not have salary cap space. They met with Jimmy Butler. They did a sign and trade. 
So you don't even have to have cap space. There will not be a single team that meets with Kyrie Irving. Not one. So it has nothing to do with cap space. What it has to do is, this is the most toxic, delusional athlete of our time. And honestly, he's lucky that LeBron went back to Cleveland. Cavaliers drafted Kyrie Irving number one overall. You draft a guy number one overall, he's supposed to be a franchise-changing player. They had the worst record in the NBA over that span before LeBron got there. If LeBron never went back to Cleveland, the way that Kyrie Irving is viewed would be even harsher. Because he wouldn't even sniffed a championship, which he'll never sniff again. But he would not have that title on his resume. He's lucky LeBron was born 45 minutes away from Cleveland. Really lucky. So, a little bit of NBA there for you. Before I get to Rosenberg here again, huge, huge WWE weekend. Very excited to talk to Peter. I got to tell you, I woke up this morning. My alarm went off. I I almost couldn't get up. I'm so comfortable every night when I sleep. Why is that? Sheets and giggles. You guys know sheets and giggles by now. Hey, if you're not getting the great sleep that you deserve, or if you think, you know what, I could be sleeping a lot better, sheets and I'm on, they kind of suck. Sheetsgiggles.com. My man Colin, the founder and CEO of Sheets and Giggles, not only does he love the South Florida sports teams, he's from down here, but he, he loves protecting the environment, and he loves making you sheets that you're going to have for the rest of your life. I'm never going to shop anywhere ever again for sheets other than Sheets and Giggles. Sheetsgiggles.com, the Zaslow family, we are four of over 100,000 Americans who are sleeping on Sheets and Giggles, naturally softer, cooler, and more breathable sheets. You don't have to thank me. Thank my man Colin. Just go to Sheetsgiggles.com. Treat yourself to the best sheets you're ever going to sleep on. Pick up a eucalyptus pillow as well. Yeah, not just a eucalyptus pillow case. I'm talking about an actual eucalyptus pillow. That's what I sleep on now. I get the best sleep. But look at this. Put them. Look how good I look. Sheets and giggles. The only sheets you're ever going to sleep on for the rest of time. Sheetsgiggles.com. So we have a huge pro wrestling weekend. Actually, the last couple weeks have been enormous. I mean, with uh, AEW Forbidden Door last weekend, but one of our absolute favorite pay-per-views of the year, WWE Money in the Bank this weekend in London. And joining us here, I mean, got to be one of the busiest guys in media. All right, Peter Rosenberg, Hot 97 every morning. You got uh, ESPN New York in the afternoons, Michael K. Show. Obviously, I listen to him, Cheap Heat, the Ring of Wrestling uh, podcast network there. Peter, always love having you on. I appreciate you making time for us here. But first, though, I am going to ask you a sports question, okay? Okay. I'm here in Miami, of course. You're up there in New York, but you are a huge Boston Celtics fan. Mm. And you you were devastated last week with the Marcus Smart trade. So uh, have you have you recovered? Uh, you know, bring me through the emotions there. Uh, I'm getting, I'm getting there. Uh, it was the, it was like a real throwback little kid feeling of like, man, like I, I really, I hadn't felt that in a long time, like a really considerable, annoying, I've had, I've had like smaller versions of it, but not like this one. I'd have to go through and think, I mean. You know, because not just because he's a player on a team that I loved, but because you you barely need to know the game of basketball to know that he's like a complete heart and soul player for a team. 
You know, I think everyone who's watched the Celtics in any way, I'm sure for you as a Heat fan, you're able to see like, oh, Marcus Smart. I mean, this is a guy you just want on your team. You hate to root against him. You love to root for him. Uh, and so that one, that one was, uh, it was a sting. And not because I think it's a bad trade necessarily. I, I mean, I trust Brad Stevens and I think it's smart. I just, no pun intended. I just, he will be, he will be missed, man. I, I he was a real uh, special player. And in fact, I went to game five against the Heat in Boston. And it was one of the most fun. It actually was so fun that even when the Celtics lost seven, I still was so glad I went to five. Like it was just a, you could tell at that moment that this thing was probably going to go seven. Like it just, the moment was so, was so big. And I I went up there and I was, I didn't have any Celtics gear with me and I hadn't bought a Jersey in years. And like, I just went to the team shop and like the only Jersey I considered buying was Marcus smart. Like I just went and bought the smart Jersey. Like, well, I'll have this forever. You know, you never know what's going to happen with like your big star, but like Tate, Marcus just signed. Like he's not going anywhere. And here we are. So as you can tell by the words I needed to answer, I guess I'm still working my way through it. Well, and correct me if I'm wrong. Part of the problem was the day before you were just giving up Malcolm Brogdon. And then you woke up the next morning and you didn't have Marcus Smart anymore in the same deal. That's that's what drove me so nuts. Um I didn't understand it because I was felt pretty good about Brogdon going. I was like, I don't whatever. I mean, we'd had him for five minutes. There's no connection at all. He was he's six man of the year. He's a good player, but in the playoffs, you were like, I don't know what we really have with this guy. All right, cool. Go to sleep at eleven thirty. <laughs> and then when I wake up, I see like it trending and I click on a post. And it's it's Woj, and I'm like, wait, this must be about Brogdon. Like, what is I? Lit, I was in such a fog, and then I was like, oh my god, how did they just? How do you change? Like, yes, I mean, I guess Marcus runs point, and so does Brogdon, but they they're such completely different players on the team that I'm like, how was that even possible? So uh, my new prediction is though, I'm starting to believe that one day. Things will like not work out in Memphis as a team because because Ja just who knows what's gonna happen there. Mm-hmm. And the Celtics end up finding a way after like a year to bring Marcus Smart back. I, I really would like to believe <laughs> that. Like, like wouldn't that be very smart? Like he does the job, gets them things they need, and then ends up coming back anyway. I mean, listen, we we, we not that he's the same level, but you know. Horford was gone for a minute, and now he feels like he's kind of always been there. Mm-hmm. That's right. You know, so so who knows? Uh, that that's all. When Antoine Walker came back all those years ago, I was so thrilled. I'd, I'd love to see the same for Smart. I was going to say, I mean, Antoine won a championship with us, and then I'm pretty sure I remember him going back to Boston eventually. Yeah. He did. It, yeah. it, for, it, it was about I think with Antoine it was like two years that he was gone, something like that, and then he's he was back and had a good run. You know, they went to the playoffs, had that special comeback playoff game against the Nets. That at the time was like the biggest comeback in in playoff history. Now mm-hmm. it's done like, you know, three times a week. Right. Um, <laughs> because what is a twenty five point lead in the NBA now? But um, yeah, we'll see. I uh, let's let's talk about money in the bank this weekend. First of all, are you are you going to London? Are you involved in that? I'm not. I do the when they do the international PLEs. Then you're back in studio. I'm in studio in Stanford, unfortunately. Gotcha. Yeah, I, I think it's something about. I think they don't like traveling the stuff that they use the extra like uh actual physical stuff for the kickoff show 
Mm-hmm. They just don't bring it overseas. So it's a little bit of a bummer. I'd like to change that one day. But for now, I'll be in beautiful Stanford. I'm super excited for this show. Uh, I think these are two money in the bank matches where, man, I, I could see I could see it going a number of different ways. Let me ask you on the men's side. Uh, I hope look, I think I'm probably like most people. I love LA Knights. Boy, is he fantastic. He was great with you guys on, on Cheap Heat last week. And I really hope he wins. I don't see a scenario where Logan Paul's not winning this money in the bank, Peter. I mean, it doesn't do anything for me, but WWE probably says, hey, we let Logan Paul hold on to that briefcase for four, five, six months. He's doing every YouTube video he does with millions of viewers, and he's holding our money in the bank briefcase. That's that's big time publicity. I don't see a way out of Logan Paul winning this. Yeah, that's that. Listen, that that's a convincing take. Um, I've seen a lot of people leaning that way. Um, that it just has to be Logan Paul. I I for me, even though like that that is a compelling argument as why it would make sense for him to have it. But like, I just think this is a moment to do something with L.A. Knight immediately. I mean, the fact of the matter is. Is Logan Paul any more over right now than he was six months ago? Is there any reason that his reach is bigger now than it was? Has he given any indication that, you know, he's wrapping this up anytime soon? I mean, I think they're in a good position with Logan Paul. Um, I And with L.A. Knight, I mean, listen, I'll just say this. When Logan Paul was in Cleveland two two weeks ago, his reaction there was the same as it was in Cleveland a year or two ago. Okay. when they did a similar skit with him and The Miz. I love Logan Paul. I'm waiting for the big crowd reaction. It hasn't happened yet, and I don't think it's going to happen from the briefcase being on him. In fact, I if they wanted to be booed, I think that will be more boos. Yeah. I think the way to get Logan Paul up a level with your fans, if that's something you care about, and who knows if, if anyone does, is as I outlined on Cheap Heat this week, all he has to do is show up to England and have an amazing moment or two and not win the briefcase. And I think Logan Paul is like, it's another notch of respect for fans of like, oh man, he didn't win, but he did. He, Him and Ricochet yep. flew off nine ladders all over O2, and it was a moment. I just don't know that it does enough. But LA Knight, on the other hand to me, it, this guy is 40 years old, and he's hot oh, cool. right now. And I think the idea of when you hand him that briefcase... L.A. Knight all of a sudden is must-see TV. He goes from, like, the guy that the fans are excited for to now he's got a real catalyst as a character constantly over the next several months. So I hear everyone's argument for Logan Paul. I know Sam uh, Sam Roberts said the same thing, and many other people have. Uh, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to stay with L.A. Knight. Yeah, I, I really hope it's L.A. Knight. Loved him, you know, back when he first got to NXT. Uh, was so confused when they made him Max Dupree. And thank God, you know, he got out of it. And, and I thought he had such a great answer with you where you asked him, did you take anything from the Max Dupree character and you're able to apply it to what you're doing right now? And his answer was, I wish I could say yes. Uh, it's no, it's such a great response from him. I loved it too. Yeah, he, he, um, he, listen, I was not the first person to gravitate to LA Knight. That is for sure. He is, it's been a slow burn for me. I have followed the crowd. I've not been in the front of it. Oh, he's great. He, he won a lot of points for me just in that conversation the other day. I was like, oh, 
Now I'm feeling the charisma that everyone else is sort of feeling. I, I felt it in the conversation. It would be such a cool moment. And it's funny because you probably feel this way too, as we both gotten older, you know, we're, we're little kids loving pro wrestling. And back then, you know, you, you wanted the guy you love to win. That's what it was about. But as we get older, it's just about experiencing the moments, right? We just want to, we want to be a part of the big moment. Do you have uh, growing up as a pro wrestling fan, do you have a moment? Like what's your favorite moment you were at, you attended as a pro wrestling fan? Um, do you want from, from childhood or from, cause really my big thing's adulthood for the, the yeah, shows. It, I've just been not to. work, not work related as a fan. Um, mania 30 was spectacular. Um, you know, for me, I, there was a huge gap. I went to, to two shows in like 1987, 88 at the, uh, Capitol Center in Landover, Maryland. And then I didn't go to another show until 2005 when I went to like a random t TV. We all go through those gaps. All of us have those periods where we weren't watching. Yeah, mine mine was entirely too long, especially considering I was in college during the Attitude Era and like everyone was watching but me. <laughs> like that that's that's borderline unforgivable. But um, I've made up for it. It's made for a lot of fun going back mm -hmm. um but yeah I, I don't know i'd say that mania mania 32 in dallas um that would be a good one i mean I, there's so many i could throw out there i'll throw out that one and that's maybe the last one i went to before i started working but it was like uh that was the the sting triple h yeah that that was 32 right 31 32 was dallas 31 was san francisco that was Sting, and that was Sting, and everyone and so 32 in dallas was the hogan rock austin thing at the beginning yeah right right um where he called it the the superdome or whatever he said uh-huh um anyways uh damn it's so hard but yeah one of those 31 32 or or frankly just getting to see macho man and and ricky steamboat in a steel cage in, in 1987 i mean wow I, I, I had a lot of I've had a lot of really memorable ones. Wow. Uh the women's money in the bank. Uh I, I don't know where that one's headed. Uh I'd like to see Bailey win it. What do you got for the women? I I'm being sort of lazy because I, I keep thinking about who's gonna challenge for the title, obviously. That's that's what this is about. Mm -hmm. And we have two currently two bad guys on top of the women's division in Asuka and Rhea Ripley. So the lazy part of me is just like, who is there? Who is a reasonable pick to win? And who would you actually want to see challenging one of these people? And so I end up falling onto Becky Lynch. Um, I, I love the idea of Zelina Vega getting the briefcase. I think that could be a lot of fun. Mm -hmm. Um, you know, Except she just had the thing with Rhea in Puerto Rico. That's the thing. So, like, how does she reasonably? What about what about we finally get? Uh, we've all been waiting for years. We get Asuka and Io Sky doing a big program together, and Io wins that briefcase and eventually cashes in. And that could be fun. Um, I don't know from like a promo standpoint how much you can get out of eo and i Asuka. love them yelling curses in japanese to each yeah. other now listen and, and by the way this doesn't have to be an endless story like that's the thing about the cash in like it, it can just happen you don't really have to have a story between 
the briefcase holder and the champion. So I guess thinking about promos doesn't really matter because it can really just be one day and it's done. I like when they hold on to it. I hate, and it doesn't happen often, but we've had it happen several times over the years where they cash in the night of. I hate that. I like when the briefcase is a story over several months. I, I agree. I don't, I don't want to see it. I don't want to see it happen instantaneously. I, I think yeah. that's stupid as well. So yeah, Becky's my lazy choice. You're right. Zelina probably wouldn't happen considering the moment she just had. Though, you know, there are people who could fantasize over an Escobar Zelina upset sweep and the LWO all of a sudden is everyone like, loves oh, LWO right now. Everyone loves right. Them. And and now all of a sudden they're being talked about next to the judgment day and the bloodline is like a really formidable faction. So but but I lean towards Becky. She's never gotten it. She's an all-time great. I just lean towards Becky. The last time we spoke, Peter, was before WrestleMania. What did you what did you make of Cody not winning? And 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 if you had a problem with Cody not winning, are you happy with the way it's worked out? Because man, there's still so many tentacles to the whole bloodline story with Roman still having that title. I yeah, listen, I I won't say I had a problem with it. Um I would say I I popped because I was just so surprised. Right. To, like to me, I, I I'm so often just there for the surprise. So whichever direction that surprise comes from, like I'm excited. So when the ref's hand hit three, like I, I couldn't believe that it was Roman who was on top. <laughs> now you fast forward a little bit. And you see everything that happens with the new titles and all these different things. And, and party starts to go, wouldn't this have just been easier to like had him lose one of the titles, one of the nights of WrestleMania. Um, and another compelling argument you can make is right now the bloodline story doesn't even need titles, right? You know, like that, that whole idea of, Oh my God, Romans had the title over a thousand days. Doesn't that kind of feel like we've been there and done that and it's kind of over? Like now the titles just kind of feel like spice. But like what's really the the entree here is how is this family all going to completely come apart? So well, I feel like we're headed toward Roman and Jay at SummerSlam. Does that sound about right? Um, yeah, I mean, or or it depends how long they want to keep taking this thing, because you could also go Roman and Jimmy, they get their shake at it right because, and then and then it, and then at some point it's jay who actually dethrones him is an idea that gets sort of thrown about you know we've had uh, listeners suggest paul abandons him and ends up with solo and it's solo wow. who takes him out wow how about that because he because paul decides solo is really where the money is in the future and moves with solo so no but i think the safe bet is Jay at SummerSlam. The wacky bet would be Jimmy. The wackier and fun bet would be, and this is another thing that comes from a listener. I don't take credit for it. The wackier SummerSlam would be, because they're saying the bloodline civil war begins. That's an important piece, I think, of the way everything's being pushed. Do we eventually get to that fatal four-way between all four members of the bloodline? And could that be something you do at SummerSlam? Uh, but I think safe money, I'd say, is Jay. Yeah. You know, I uh, 
I don't read the dirt sheets and stuff. I, I number one, I don't like stuff being spoiled for me. So Good I don't want to. As, as as you should. Like I don't understand. I, I watch Game of Thrones. You know when when it used to be on. I, I don't want to know who's going to win. <laughs> so I don't I don't like reading the spoilers. It's a yeah, TV I show. Agree. So I, I don't I don't read the dirt sheets. You know for that kind of stuff. But every once in a while. You'll see, you'll see shit that slipped through on Twitter. And I wonder, as someone who's involved and someone who at least is, you got to be at least a little bit in the know. Do you ever see stuff and you're like, man, that is just total bullshit. I can't believe people believe this kind of stuff. Yeah, well, I never know, you know, what's going on story-wise. So, in that kind of stuff, no. But when it comes to, like... um you know this guy's so, got heat on him uh, yes you know that yes. kind of stuff and i've and i've even seen like specific stories that i'm like that is not what that was <laughs> at all and and in <laughs> fact it blows your mind because like here's what i don't understand and i feel super strongly about this i don't understand how someone could get to wwe and wanted to be there presumably as much as i wanted to be there before i got there and then shares this stuff. Like, I just, and I have to tell you, I, I know of people who do. I hear I hear about it. Right. They don't send it to me, but I, I hear about it. And, dude, I'm just like, do you love this or not? Like, you're, I, you know what I guess it is? Why do you want to be the rat, you know? I'm such a mark for it that I would never give it away to right. other people. Right. I think other people really love it. But as much as they're a mark for wrestling, they're more a mark for themselves. And they really want to get that feeling of telling people information like, can you believe I know this? Yeah. Whereas like, no one cares about you. Like, everyone's happy you got a job there. That's neat. But like, I don't think my friends, I don't think my friends and colleagues' interest in WWE hinges on whether or not I work there. So I don't need, like, the joy for me is just getting to be a part of it. And like, if I sound preachy, I feel that way. I right. really don't understand it. Like I've gotten to be there. I'll fly on the wall and things that are so cool that I'm like, I will never get to tell the story of that does this justice. I would never take a picture. I yeah. well, couldn't even tell anyone, but this is so cool. Like, and right. I just, Oh my God, I'm so lucky. And so I, I, I guess I'm just such a fan of it. That's the idea of doing that. Who does that? Have it's you ever story. have you ever seen, you know, ha have you have you gotten the opportunity to meet one of these guys who you loved as a kid, maybe or growing up and you 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 you, you almost you almost don't want to meet them because you don't want your impression of them in your mind to be ruined. Like like you you they're like you're, it's like when you meet don't meet your idols, you know. So have you ever had an experience like that where you were you were nervous to meet so and so? But you ended up being so happy to because, man, they turned out to be really awesome. I, I mean, I'll tell you what. It, it, in WWE, the the percentage of great people among talent is just obscenely high. Like, it's just the people I don't really care for are so few and far between, you know, and even among legends who come back, I, I don't have a... a a bad interaction that I recall. I mean, I maybe have some that are like nothing like you could tell the person just doesn't care one way or the other very much, mm -hmm. but man, nine times out of 10, everyone, I, I seriously, it's one of the, that's something I see that is really reported wrong all the time. 
how unhappy everybody is. Oh, every, everyone's miserable. Apparently. Everyone's miserable. The worst it's, working environment. The Oh, my God. And like, listen, I'm not there every day, so I don't get to report. You you could ask other people what it's like every day as the person who's just popping in monthly or whatever it is. Man, everyone's excited. Come PLE days, everyone's in a good mood. Everyone's ready to go. Everyone sees it as a big deal. Everyone really wants to put on a show like I that is the most misleading thing. So to answer kind of that together no yeah i I don't have those experiences where i'm like man i i'm kind of wish i hadn't gotten that you know from everyone whether it's um limited interactions the limited interactions i've had with vince mcmahon to getting to be around people like pat patterson god rest his soul like everyone was cool everyone was down to tell a story answer a question whatever um I hate to disappoint the people who hate WWE, but no, I've never had that that bad experience. It's such a funny response. You're right. That's what you get the most. Um, morale is has never oh. been lower. <laughs> never <laughs> been lower. I mean, they have to have the roster is going to kill themselves. They're so they're so depressed. I know they can't even make it from one day to the next. I know it's brutal. <laughs> Finally, here, Peter. Uh, greatest money in the bank cash in is what? I really think it comes down to two. It depends which one you love more. What's the greatest money in the bank cashing? Well, that's a that's a that's a really good one too. Um, the the one that comes to my mind the most is probably the Daniel Bryan on Raw. Right? I think it was an episode of I think it was Raw. Oh, after, the big show. Yeah, was it Raw after Mania? Maybe. Um. Or was it Rofter SummerSlam? Either way, That's yeah, I think your favorite. It, I, I think the, the the sincere joy I had okay. at realizing, like, oh my God, Daniel Bryan's actually going to win here. It just like you know, and this is so early in Daniel Bryan's career, relative mm-hmm. to where it ended up landing for him. This was not; it was not a foregone conclusion that that guy was going to be a multi-time right. world champion. You know, at that time, right? So I, I would say that one. Um, obviously, I know I know people love Dolph. Um, in New Jersey, um, Raw after, after Mania, yeah, Raw after Mania. I know that one hits for a lot of people. Um, but yeah, I'll, I'll go with I'll go with uh, DB. I always think it's between Dolph right there and Seth Rollins, which I think Seth is the at Mania. Yeah, I think that's the greatest one because that was the one where I'm sitting on my couch watching and I'm relaxed, and then his music hits. And you get up to the edge of the couch, go, holy shit. <laughs> this is happening now. Yeah. And, and and to your point that you made earlier, you know, that's what you want it to ultimately ultimately to be. Mm-hmm. That that's why you don't like it to be wasted early because yep. you rarely get to have that feeling if it happens the same night or the next week. Yep. Uh, at the same time, on the flip side of that, I could argue, and I don't know how you feel, that it also can annoy me when it becomes as an albatross and that happened with Austin theory. It did. You just, you just have to like sort of acknowledge that that did not go the way you would have hoped it would. Mm -hmm. And at a certain point, it's like, is this still cool? Or like, is this just now annoying? And the way that they've done it now where you would kind of have to have it with you all the time. Like, remember at first we're talking about, you might not have it for very long. And on top of that, it didn't even look the way it looked now. Like it looked like an actual briefcase. Right. 
<laughs> now it's this very done up promotional item mm-hmm. and they have to have it every moment you see them. Yeah, they're carrying it around in the airport. So it's like it just can end up weighing the, the person down a bit. So that's it's it's like it's a perfect balance, Jonathan, of like having it for you don't want to have it too short, but you don't want to have it too long. Yeah, I, I don't think you want to sit there for 10 months. I think I think in the, the sweet spot is two to six months. I think that's a really, a really good way to play. And then, of course, my hottest take of all on Money in the Bank. I wish it was still at Mania. I don't think it needs its own pay-per-view. I know yeah. it, I know this has become like sort of the 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 fifth pay-per-view, you yeah. know, and in some ways you could argue it's it surpassed Survivor Series. And I get that. But for me, I just always thought it was amazing to open WrestleMania with that Money in the Bank ladder match. I thought yeah. that was superb. And if they had two, frankly, if they had a men's and women's at Mania, considering you got two nights, that wouldn't still work. Of course it would. Yeah. And you get people on the card for Mania. So I, I really loved it in that way, too. Peter, tell everybody how they could check you out. Of course, like I said, one of the busiest guys out there in the media. Well, I will uh, I will keep it brief um, and just tell you, if you want to find me in the podcast uh, world, that uh, as John mentioned on the Ring of Wrestling show, Cheap Heat. And if you're into hip hop or just want to hear, you know, the, the goings on of a 43-year-old soon-to-be-married media person who <laughs> likes to complain about a variety of things and joke around with my comedian co-host. Um, you can find the Juan Ep is Life podcast. Juan Ep is Life and Cheap Heat. Those are my two podcasts, and uh, the, the, I, I have a lot of fun with both of them. Awesome job, Peter. Always uh, my pleasure. I appreciate you, man. Thanks for having me, dude. Excellent job by Peter Rosenberg. Really gracious with his time. I'm telling you, that guy, he's got so much going on. And he's getting married in a couple weeks, making some time here for Zaslow Show 2.0. And, of course, all guests on Zaslow Show 2.0, including Peter, are brought to us by the official beer of Zaslow Show 2.0, Johnny Cuba. It's a lifestyle brand, European roots, a Caribbean soul. Enjoy a refreshing German lager in a can. That's what we're talking about with Johnny Cuba. Pick up a six-pack of Johnny, your local Sedanos, Presidente, Winn-Dixie. I love when you guys send me a picture or a video. You send it to my Instagram and you're trying a Johnny for the very first time. I then post it on my Instagram stories. I'm an influencer. Then you become super famous. My man Juan loves it. Remember, always drink responsibly. And don't forget Johnny Cuba's mantra. Stay tranquilo. All right. And also, real quick. Hey, it's the summertime. You guys know. Maybe you want to treat yourself. Yeah, why not? Let's look good. Let's feel good. Let's ride good. And you know I'm talking about North Fort Lauderdale Subaru. If you're in the market for a new car, you can't decide where to go, look no further. The only car dealership I personally endorse, North Fort Lauderdale Subaru. North Fort Lauderdale Subaru carries the widest selection of newest. Subaru models on the market. That includes the Outback, the Crosstrek, the Forester, the Ascent, the WRX. If you're looking for a Subaru SUV, you need something for the entire family, or you're looking for a sedan just for your daily commute, North Fort Lauderdale Subaru has got what you're looking for. Get sizzling summer savings at North Fort Lauderdale Subaru. New Subaru models starting at just $249 a month. Save up to $1,500 off MSRP on select new Subaru models in stock, plus receive up to $750 
in trade-in assistance. Shop NFLSubaru.com. That's easy to remember. North Fort Lauderdale Subaru, conveniently located on North Andrews Avenue, just north of Cypress Creek Road, the building you know and the place to go. NFLSubaru.com, North Fort Lauderdale Subaru. Let's get to big deal or not a big deal. Big deal or not a big deal, every show where we let you know, hey, things we couldn't get to earlier, we make sure we tell you if it's a big deal or not a big deal. And if you have a leak, water, mold, fire damage in your home, that might be a big deal. Maybe it's not a big deal. Let Water Clean Up of Florida tell you. 954-900-8635. Water Clean Up of Florida will tell you if it's a big deal or not a big deal. Big deal or not a big deal. All right. So yesterday, yesterday was Wednesday, which is my favorite day of first take on ESPN because my guy, Christopher Mad Dog Russo, is on Wednesdays. And yesterday, he gave you something to yell about. He is tired of hearing about Damian Lillard. He's a great player. Enough for Damian Lillard. Will you please? <laughs> yeah, okay. Oh, my God. And this is for Windy. I don't need that call every five minutes to go. <laughs> <laughs> What are we going to do with the trade, the draft? Let me see if they get some veterans. Oh, it drives me crazy. A lot of guys have ended up on bad teams and they're all the favorites. Have you heard of Oscar Robertson? <laughs> he played for the Cincinnati Royals forever. Will live if Lund has to stay in Florida. It's not the end of the world. If the NBA is not going to cease. Gee whiz, I can't take it. Next week, get it over with. I don't want to read another story, another podcast. I'm going not a big deal because I could totally see where dogs coming from. If you don't have a horse in this race, if you're a team, you know, not Portland and certainly not Miami, probably throw Brooklyn in the mix there as well. You're tired of hearing about Damian Lillard every 10 minutes. So I can understand doggies take there. I'm going not a big deal. Big deal or not a big deal. So last night was the NHL draft live from Nashville. The Florida Panthers do not have a first round pick. The Florida Panthers, matter of fact, don't have a first round pick until 2026. Now, does that mean that they could still make a move today? Because today's day number two of the NHL draft. They didn't do anything yesterday, but all eyes were on the number one overall pick. Connor Bedard is expected to be the next big thing. And here was the big moment. The Blackhawks fans here tonight, and all the Blackhawks fans watching around the world. And with the first overall selection in the 2023 NHL Draft, the Chicago Blackhawks are very proud to select from the Regina Pats, the Western Hockey League, Connor Bedard. Yeah, that's a big deal. You know, obviously the number one overall pick, you want to be a game changer, but every now and then you get the number one pick where it's going to be a Sidney Crosby or it's going to be a Connor McDavid or a Connor Bedard, and you know this guy is going to be a game-changing talent. So this is a very big deal for the Blackhawks. Finally, one more. Big deal or not a big deal? Last night, the New York Yankees, it's the bottom of the ninth inning. They're at the Oakland Athletics. They're leading 11 to nothing, and Domingo Herman, with two out, is a final out away from a perfect game. Stands in his way. Grounded to third, Donaldson has it, there it is, perfection for Domingo Herman. 
Yeah, that's obviously a big deal because, again, it's not a no-hitter. It's a perfect game. So it's a big deal in that regard. It's also a big deal because don't forget, this should be pointed out because this should be a part of his resume for the rest of his life. Domingo Herman, he beat up his wife. Domingo Herman was suspended, I think, 80 games, like half a season because he beat up his wife. So that's something that needs to be brought up as well. You can't escape that. And you know that bothers the hell out of me. So Domingo Herman, for both those reasons, that's a big deal. And that right there, courtesy of Water Cleanup of Florida. Let them tell you at 954-900-8635 if your water, mold, or fire damage in your home or business is a big deal or not a big deal. Yes! All right. Excellent. Excellent job by everybody who helped put together a great show today. Can't do it without all your hard work. Thanks, everyone, for listening, of course. I love you long time. Tomorrow's Friday. We'll talk to you on tomorrow morning. I tried to say. Let's do it again. We'll talk to you tomorrow morning on Zaslow Show 2.0. You know what that means. Ah, the show is over. What better time now than to go out back with a six-pack of Johnny Cuba. That's right. That's what I look forward to after every show. And now my day's work is done. I got a six-pack of Johnny Cuba. We're talking European roots with a Caribbean soul. I'm going to sit outside by the pool here at the Zaslow Mansion and just enjoy the rest of my day. Having a Johnny Cuba makes me feel like I'm right back in the Caribbean. We're talking a refreshing German lager in a can. You can get it anywhere. Sedanos, Presidente, Winn-Dixie. And right now, you got special holiday prices on six-packs of Johnny Cuba. Make sure you pick up your Johnny Cuba merch as well. We got the hot sauce coming up. Johnny Cuba, stay tranquilo because more is always brewing. There are more identity threats than you realize. Even if you monitor your credit, only a little personal info needs to leak out. Like your social security number or password. For you to become a victim. LifeLock alerts you to threats you could miss. If your identity is stolen, a dedicated U.S.-based restoration specialist will work to fix it. No one can prevent all identity theft or monitor all transactions. But everyone can save up to 25% off their first year. Go to LifeLock.com aware.